On today's episode of BPN The Fitch, we talk the Marvels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another titillating episode of BP and the Finch. Tonight, we're talking the MCU's latest film, The Marvels. I am one of your hosts, the artist known as BP, here with my co-host, The Finch. What's up, Finch? Yo, what up? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> uh, so tonight, we're talking about The Marvels and Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel and Photon and Spectrum Binary, whatever the hell she wants to be called. <laughs> um, so spoilers galore tonight. Um, spoilers. A lot happens in this movie that builds towards the future. I would say, like, if this yeah. movie, if you okay, so this movie is not getting seen very much. It seems like. <laughs> like like uh as i saw today finch is it it's like the lowest the lowest performing mcu opening uh opening wise yeah like it's sunday so we're recording this on the sunday um after opening weekend so i saw it thursday night you saw it thursday night i think right yes and like um, the theater, I mean, it was Thursday night. It was like one of the first showings. So like my theater wasn't very full. Um, but like, I just been going to the theater in town, the small theater and seeing all my stuff on Thursday nights. So, and like, you're doing the same, aren't you? Uh, why well, I, I had a, I would always go to Reading cinemas up here yeah. and that theater just closed down. So uh, I had to go to the only other one around and you know when i went in there there was only like i think six people <laughs> plus me and my son so not bad yeah see it's not <laughs> yeah so like uh um when i'm i'm looking it up it says that uh the marbles finished number one at the box office this week this weekend but grossed just 47 million in domestic so we said million domestic hmm. okay yeah yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. See, like the crazy thing is the first movie. So the first movie came out in 2019. This is pre-COVID. That first movie, yeah. like its budget was about like 175 million and made 1.1 billion. So that shows me that COVID greatly is affecting movies like big time. And putting crap on streamers like two, three weeks later after the movie comes in theaters, that ain't helping. Like, yeah. I think they're using their, they've lost faith in like what movie theaters can do and the lore of it. I mean, and, okay. I will, I will say there's, uh, there's a couple factors for this one to maybe not make as much as it, um, could have, which is one, the writer strike, the actor strike, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. They weren't really able to promote the movie. Um, True. two, there's probably some people who, you know, I think we talked about this briefly on the Loki podcast where, um, you know, people claim that they blew their wad with, uh, end game <laughs> MCU hasn't been the same since. So, um, 
you know, obviously there's, there's uh, this superhero fatigue in quotes, you know, but at the same time, it's like the first Captain Marvel was kind of right between what infinity war and Endgame. So everybody yeah. went to go see it expecting like answers, you know what I mean? Or to find out like what's next, you know? And then boom, we get like, you're, you're in between two masterpieces, you know, this is coming yeah, off. Yeah. Of, that's a good point, dude. <laughs> this is coming yeah, off of uh, having to do extra homework with WandaVision and Miss Marvel. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're totally yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Because okay, so before we give our recap on Miss Marvel, like I remember, so when that when that movie came out, I didn't like it. Captain like, I didn't Marvel, like it at all. first one. I didn't, I didn't like Captain Marvel at all because so I'm a huge Captain Marvel fan. Yeah, yeah, like 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 the dude, and the blue and green dude, right? The blue and green dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. And I'm a huge Rick Jones fan, and uh, the MCU refuses to acknowledge Rick Jones and his partnership with the Hulk and Marvel. That's and, that's how I'm familiar with Rick Jones is his partnership with the Hulk. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, man! Like, yeah he he helped Hulk for quite a long time, and then he kind of moved on to Marvel, and then like he became. Um, Atomic Bomb. I think he came in with Atomic Bomb for a while. Um, A-Bomb, yeah. Oh, A-Bomb. You know, or Atomic Bomb, whatever. Yeah. A-Bomb. Yeah. The, the blue, the bombination yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um, well, in Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk, they bring Rick Jones back, and it's, like, straight out of, like, nightmares. Mm. I won't spoil that for you. What I'm going to have to definitely check it out. Um. Yeah. Like he's back from the dead, but like it's 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 straight out of a it's it's a horror comic through and through, um, very psychological as well. It's for deep thinkers like us. So, um, but, but like I was so ex- I okay I was excited for the movie because of scrolls. I really love scrolls mm. and Secret Invasion. Like we like it wasn't <laughs> confirmed they were going to do the show. But that story was so good, and the like, real secret evasion, the story, real yes. secret evasion story, yeah, was not so what we got, good. not what we got, <laughs> not what we got at all. Um, but like, I had no problem. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I like Marvel more. You know, I mean, I'm a dude, like you know, so I gotta be real. Um, but like, I didn't really know Carol Carol Danvers too much as Captain Marvel. Um, I knew her more as Miss Marvel, and I knew her as the superhero that Rogue stole her powers mm-hmm. from. Yeah. Um, so it's so I, it, my ignorance, I guess, made me less excited for Carol Danvers. Just my ignorance. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you need female characters, and you need strong female characters. So she's one of the strongest. Yeah. She is the strongest. <laughs> like. Um, you know, she don't F around and she made it yeah. very clear in the sequel that she does not F around. Um, so I was, yeah, I was, I was cool with it, but um, I was, I was excited about the nineties feel of it. I was excited about blockbuster, and, you know, and I was excited. Like I was excited about scrolls. So yeah. So 
in night in Captain Marvel movie, all right, um, we basically find out just like a quick little recap. We basically find out that Carol Danvers was Air Force pilot. Her best friend was Monica Rambo, and Monica Rambo had a daughter named uh, or no, I'm sorry, Maria Rambo. Monica's the daughter, right? Monica. Monica is the mom, yeah. No. No, Maria is Mon- the mom. Maria is the mom, yeah. Monica is the one that we saw in the movie, the second one. Okay, so Maria Maria was Carol's best friend, and they were both Air Force pilots. And they had a teacher. Uh, Carol's teacher was in disguise a Cree warrior, a blue-faced alien warrior um, and doctor. And she was experimenting with the Tesseract. And they went on a mission one day and Carol got in this explosion. Marvel dies. Carol absorbs power of the Tesseract basically gets Captain Marvel powers, but she loses her memory. So, and all that's left with her is part of her dog tag, which just says V V E R S. So instead of Carol Danvers, it says V R S or Veers. Veers. Yeah. Yeah. Veers. And she gets abducted by the Kree. And leaves Monica and, or sorry, leaves Maria and little Monica, who she called Lieutenant Trouble, uh, kind of like her adopted niece, uh, you know, Maria's daughter, leaves them and goes to the Cree Empire. Um, and basically, basically through the movie, we find out that she doesn't have any memory. She's like a Cree warrior. They have a thing on her neck that's suppressing her powers. Um, she's being trained to be like this weapon and everybody's lying to her and the Kree have this godlike being called the Supreme Intelligence and the Supreme Intelligence is basically a head in a jar, but, but, uh, but shows to every, so everybody that talks to the Supreme Intelligence that leads the Kree, their godlike being, um, basically sees the person they admire the most. And talks to him and guides them. So the Supreme Intelligence is manipulating her. And the Kree also have an army, have a, a war with the scrolls. And we're led to believe that the scrolls are bad guys, like we know in the comics, and the way it's always been. And the Krees are just a bunch of dicks <laughs> that like just want their way, but they're the Kree aren't all evil. They're not all evil. Um, but they flipped it a while. They flipped the script in the MCU because they have to be different. And the scrolls are a bunch of refugees. Um, and then Nick Fury's in it and Agent Coulson. And if you want to sum up more, Finch. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're in we're in Captain Marvel. Uh, so yeah, so Nick, Nick Fury, Fury, young young Nick Fury. Um, he's not the director of Shield yet. He's just a regular agent. Uh, Coulson is like a rookie agent. Uh, basically, Carol Danvers somehow, um, I don't know, she ends up like fighting with the Kree a little bit, then gets like sent to Earth. Uh, she's actually chasing after scrolls, right? Um, so she's chasing after scrolls. The the scrolls, she, she lands her blockbuster. That's the biggest uh, thing. She lands her blockbuster. Um, takes out some guys. Nick Fury shows up with Coulson and a couple other agents as you know, shield operatives. 
Um, then there's a fight that breaks out on a train where she's chasing a scroll. Um, she punches an old lady in the face. Uh, <laughs> that was close. Yes. Stan Lee. That was really scroll. Yeah. Uh, Stan Lee was actually on there reading a uh, Mallrats script. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, because this was the 90s. Obviously, he was about to be in Mallrats. Um, and then um, she ends up, like, talking with Nick Fury. Like, the scroll, I think, gets away or she kills it. I can't remember. But uh, um, she ends up talking with Nick Fury. He's like, oh, um she thinks he's a scroll, so he tells her something about himself that you know nobody else knows. Um, they end up working together because uh, she basically tells him like, "Oh, I'm from Earth, but um, you know, I got hit with this magic tesseract power." Um, so basically, her and Nick Fury work together. Um, and a scroll is Ben Mendelssohn. He uh, acts like he's Nick's boss. But then we basically Carol goes back to Maria's house. And there that's where yeah. part of the movie takes place. They're at Maria Rambo's house. And um, basically the scroll shows up, the the head scroll at of this refugee uh Talos, Talos, Talos. Talos, Talos. Um, shows up with his daughter and his wife and basically tells them, Hey, we're not evil in his Australian accent, I guess, I think, or his, uh, <laughs> uh, Ben Mendelssohn accent. I don't know. I don't know what accent that is. Oh, no, it's a good accent. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It sounds, it sounds awesome. Uh, so basically he's, he tells her like, we're not bad guys. We're looking for somewhere to go. Career, the bad guys and yada, yada. So basically, um, she's like, you know what? I'm going to help you guys find a home. And she does battle with the Kree. Um, she battles Jude Law, who is known as Marvel in this movie, right? No, Jude. No, Jude Law is a uh, 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 Yon Yon Rog. Uh, okay. Um, so okay. in the, if I remember this right, and I'm sure some of our fans will will correct me. Um, if I remember right, in the original original Captain Marvel story, um, Captain Mar Marvel and uh, Von Yog loved the same Kree woman. And when Captain Marvel, when the Kree came to Earth, uh, Von Rog like left um, Marvel on Earth to like fight for himself and be a refugee, and then that, that kind of started their um their rivalry in the comics if you will mm. if it, i think i think that's where he's from comics wise but yeah so they face each other and uh Danvers overpowers him sends him to hala with a warning for the supreme intelligence she then departs to help the scrolls find a new home world and she leaves Fury a pager to contact her in an emergency. She says goodbye to Maria and Monica and says, I need to go and help people that need my help. And because you know, I'm a superpower, I'm a super per super person now. Um, also, during this movie, there is a cat-like alien <laughs> um, 
two, who Fury really loves. Fury seems to be a real bad <laughs> guy. And uh, this cat-like alien actually has a pocket dimension in its stomach and tentacles in its mouth. It's so flurkin. It's a flurkin. Um, <laughs> flurkin McGurkin. And uh, <laughs> this flurkin is named Goose after, you know, Maverick's uh, part of the dies and Top Gun, a little Top Gun reference. Um, I freaking love Goose. <laughs> love Goose. <laughs> Goose is where it's at. Um, but that's pretty much what happens in, in uh, Captain Marvel. Well, you got it. It leads right into like basically Avengers, the first one with Project Pegasus. And basically, um, I believe her call sign was the Avengers. So Samuel Jackson, when putting together, he decides to name it the Avenger Initiative. And boom, the end of the name movie. Name it after Carol. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then um, what else? Then she shows yeah. up in Infinity War when everybody gets dusted. Then she shows up in Endgame when everybody she uh, saves Tony Stark. And she Endgame. saves Tony and Nebula Helps and outer space. Thanos. Comes back, uh, takes him. Yeah, takes him to kill Thanos when Thor chops off his head. Then she disappears again for a while. Okay, I gotta say this. <laughs> okay, that's another thing that drew me freaking nuts about Endgame. It's like. Between Infinity War and Endgame, we saw like all these like little post credit scenes in regards to Captain Marvel. Like, there's one of them where like the pager is like in a glass case because when like they find it from Fury's body or something, which is another scene we never get. And that's that's one thing I freaking hate about movies and TV shows. I don't like when you show me little things that or sum up things that happen off screen. Like it's all this cool stuff and. I don't see any of it. Like Gore the Butcher, Gore the God Butcher, killing gods, and, and you know Thor, Love and Thunder. Well, I never see it. Um, in the Marvels, in the movie, there's all this stuff that happens in this thirty years that kind of gets summed up. We never see, and I think that's BS. And yeah, but that's yeah. We'll get to that in a second. But like. I don't think that the Avengers should have been so trusting of Captain Marvel just showing up. Like, I mean, she helped Tony immediately, though. Like, she she did help Tony immediately, and she saved his life, and she brought him. But there's also like dialogue. Well, also like they they were monitoring the beacon that you know Nick Fury sent out, right? And then she shows up and was like, "Where's Fury?" Like he sent this message to me, and basically they're like, "Oh, you're Nick Fury's secret weapon." Okay. So, yeah, but I mean, happens, that happens in all these clips, but in the actual movie of Endgame, she just shows up with Tony, and then they're like, uh, you know, Rhodey gives her some crap, like, hey, new girl, like, we've been here forever. Where have you been? And she's like, there's other, there's a lot of other worlds that needed help that were suffering. Yeah, they don't, they don't have an Avengers. Yeah. But, I don't know. There should have been more dialogue about... I, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I, I definitely see, like, I thought they summed it up pretty well. I mean, all right. Uh, Captain we'll... Marvel two would have been awesome if it showed us a lot of that stuff. But thank you. <laughs> but and, you know, we got this team up. So. It would have been great to see. Um, it would have been great to see Thanos actually destroy uh, Xandar. Yeah, like we didn't get any of that to get the power stone. But whatever. Um, I, I I was always hoping for a Nova movie to show that. Uh, but, I'm still waiting for that. Like freaking love Nova. Um, 
that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so, so yeah, in Endgame, then we get this uh, forced uh, women's Avengers scene. It's extremely over forced. Girls get it done. Oh no, that's uh, the boys. Sorry. That's the boys. Yes, <laughs> they made the joke for that in the screen crush video. Yes, I appreciate yeah. doing that. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, shout out to screen crush. Um, but. And then, oh yeah, she shows up. She takes out Thanos' ship, and that's where yeah. she comes back in the movie, like at the end of the movie. So my fears of her showing up in Endgame and just totally destroying Thanos were all gone. Thank God. I was really worried that they were going to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, like it's like, oh, she's, she's OP, OP or something. But no, she she handled it, and I mean, she was she was, you know, she was squabbing with him like bing, 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 and then you know, but then he still got her. Like took out the stones and bam, you know, like so. Yeah, but, but she was a vital part of the team. And no, I she was. She went, was good. Like, yeah. Hey, Peter Parker. Yeah, she looked pretty yeah. good right there. Um, so. But yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, I want. I've warmed up to Brie Larson, and I've warmed up to Captain Marvel. So oh, I love Brie Larson, man. Movie. I love her. She's a great actress, man. I hate that so many toxic fans give her so much well, stuff. Like, well, I she's saw, a great actress. I, I believe that now. I do, but but I saw some interviews with her and uh, Chris Hemsworth and her and uh, um, what the heck's his name? The dude plays Haw- Hawkeye, um, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, and it's like they seem extremely uncomfortable with her, like like something was off. So I mean, you know, she is a bit of an outsider to their core Avenger group. You know, like she shows up, like she's Maybe an Avenger, it. but she's yeah. not. She's not an OG Avenger, you know? So Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Whatever. But uh um, back to Miss Marvel in Endgame. She shows up, she takes she helps defeat Thanos. Um, then she takes off again, right? She takes off again, then we get to you know, Avengers Endgame is over. Then we move on to WandaVision, where we get to meet the return of Monica Rambeau as an adult she returns from being blipped away i think you're still muted <laughs> my apologies um so yeah monica is now working for sword and yes. i actually had to look up what the hell the difference between sword and saber was uh saber is the name of the base in space sword is the name of the organization yes and I had to look it up because like a sword and a saber, though sword, sword and saber. It's a to me, it's the same dang thing. But and whatever, there's a shield. I love, I love that though. There's like a shield and a sword, or a short, a sword and a saber. You know, shield. I don't know. Shield takes care of Earth. Sword takes care of space. Yeah. Love it. Um, so sword stands for sentient weapon, observation, and response division, and saber. Stands for <laughs> Saber stands for strategic aerospace biophysics and ecolinguistic response. Hey, that's confidential. <laughs> that was the joke in the movie. She's gonna kill me. <laughs> well, Nick Fury says that to Monica. <laughs> I got so much to live for. Uh, <laughs> um, but basically, in WandaVision, um, Monica works for that organization. Uh, they don't want to send her up in space anymore. And they basically send her to the hex that Scarlet Witch makes. She touches this hex, goes in and out of it. And it basically yeah, multiple times. 
multiple times. And she gets all these powers where she can see ultraviolet light. She can uh, kind of become light. Phase. She can like phase. Like phase. Like Martian um, Manhunter. Uh, she has or power vision, being, I guess. We can phase like vision. Phase like vision. She has the power of uh, being quite an attractive black woman. Um, <laughs> and uh, what else? Tiana Paris. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes. Yes. It's the eyes. I think it's, it's not even her real eyes, but the eyes just pull it all together. <laughs> you know, like purple, right? Yeah. I don't know. She's cute. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, so Monica gets some powers, and then, you know, you have all Wanda. She has to, she battles, she battles Wanda for a little bit. Then her and Wanda help battle. Uh, they battle against uh, Agatha Harkness a little bit. <laughs> they battle against Agatha Harkness a little bit, basically free the town and everything as she's, everything's wrapping up. Um, somebody comes and says, Hey, uh, somebody wants to talk to you. And basically she walks into a movie theater, the agent or whatever shapeshifts into a scroll and says, he wants to talk to you upstairs. And she's talking about Nick Fury on the space station. So, and that's Monica's Loetra. Um, yep. Then we also, right after a little bit after one division, we get introduced to one of actually my favorite new characters is uh, Kamal Khan, Miss Marvel. Um, of it I, all. I, I think she's freaking great. This kid is great, like perfect casting. Um, she she's just like so happy to be there. She is rocking it. She she's doing great. yeah. Um, but Miss Marvel, in case anybody didn't watch Miss Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel is a 16 year old Pakistani American high school student from Jersey City. Uh, Kamala is an artist, she is a gamer, she writes superhero fan fiction about C- Captain Marvel, who she is an uber crazy fan of. <laughs> uh, and she basically gains the ability to harness cosmic energy and create hard light constructs from a magic bangle that belonged to her grandma or great grandma, great grandmother. Yes. Great grandma. And her great grandma is from a different universe. Uh, she's from the North dimension from the North dimension or whatnot. Uh, she's she'll a show really suck, but Kamala is <laughs> great. Uh, Played by it, Iman Vel- Velani. That, sorry. Uh, I know I kept mispronouncing her last name. Iman Velani. Yeah, uh, she is a great. She is great as Miss Marvel. Yes. Yeah, Iman Velani. Oh, there you go. No, man. This is BP and the Finch. This ain't just the BP show. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought Miss I loved I loved the direction of Miss Marvel and how we see the art and like how she's thinking as she lives life and goes through things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the characters were great. I loved the family aspect. Yeah, that's um, actually one of my favorite things about it. Like I think I mentioned it in Blue Beetle also. Um, yeah. is that her I was family just is, talk about Blue Beetle. Her family, her family is her her supporting cast, basically. Like um, obviously they initially don't know about it when she you know first gets her powers and everything, but it becomes uh aware and her family, she tells her family, and her mom like supports her and helps give her like create her costume and Basically, they're just, you know, they're they're great. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I I don't know. There's something about like the thing is like when you have to hide who you are. I get it about like trying to protect those people, 
Sure. But, and it, I mean, I know nowadays with like internet and social media and all that stuff, like you may not know who you can trust, but it's like, if you can't trust your family, like you think your family's going to be like, Oh, my daughter is the, the light girl, you know, or whatever they call her. <laughs> the night light. Light. <laughs> um, which, you know, I think there was a part in the episode where she, she at one point did kind of say that like her mom, she was like, Oh, like she started telling somebody she's like, mom, you can't tell like who I am, you know? But um, no, I love that. Okay, like her family knew. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Her brother's cool too. So like, sorry, continue. <laughs> it's just, oh, man. it's just, it's just, it had like the family aspect just adds so much heart and it's uh-huh. needed. It's needed in superhero properties, you know, blue beetle uh, DC went all in on that too. And kind of took that idea as well, like Miss Marvel with Blue Blue Beetle, the family stuff. You know, you, <laughs> but family, yeah, family is so important. Family um, is important, and uh, and <laughs> and that's why I'm glad that you're my brother, and you know, we're family. Um, yeah, I love you, buddy. Okay, Oh, uh, love you too, man. <sighs> <laughs> back to Miss Marvel. Um, back to this kid. Are we like, still breaking down the episodes, like, or are we just we're just uh, running no, we're not it. breaking down the episodes. Um, okay. so. So at first I thought I would like hate that they changed their powers to Green Lantern powers, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I I wasn't a fan of the hard light aspect for a while, but I mean towards the end of the series she does get like them big in powers right like I think like the final episode she does do something where it's not yes. the energy it is her I think, but then in this new movie she's not using that again so. I no, I don't think they ever gave her stretchy powers. I think it was a light. It was like a big light aspect of her fist. Okay. Because the comics, she has stretchy powers. And I think they, I think what MCU decided is like when they bring in Reed Richards, they don't want two people with stretchy powers. Yeah. So that's maybe. why they gave her hard light and kind of changed it like that. And that makes sense. Like, that's okay. I'm okay with that. And it makes sense for with Captain Marvel having light powers and photon. Like, it, it made sense. Yeah, um, so we're cool with it. So Kamal Khan, fantastic, fantastic character. So um, at the end of Miss Marvel, um, Kamal is boy in a room. And well, what about our boy Bruno? What does he tell her? We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> but we have to talk about Bruno in this in this instant. Um, let's save that for the end of the Marvels. I mean, but this is. Should we save it? Or no, just mention just mention it. just mention it. We're, we're get, we'll okay. get to it eventually. But you mentioned it. You go, okay, brother. So, so basically, uh, while her and Bruno are, are testing out her powers and all this stuff, he's constantly running scans and stuff. Bruno's like the tech genius guy, her best friend. Uh, he gets offered a, a full ride to MIT, where he's gonna dip out on Kamala and her crew back on the East Coast and go to Cali. Um, so then uh, in the final, like, I don't know if it's the post credits or like before the post credits, um, one of the final scenes of uh, Miss Marvel, Bruno's talking to her and he's like, hey, you know, the power is not coming from the bands. The power is coming from inside you because you have a you have a mutation because you have even here you have a. Yeah, and then they it, so he says mutation. There's a little like mutation, uh, X Men riff from X Men. Um, and you know, the whole internet went crazy. Ah, oh, Kamala is the first mutant in the MCU, yada yada yada. And then obviously, we get uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and we we meet um, 
Namor, Namor, yeah. who is a mutant also. So just saying. So in the Marvel um, Universe of Comics, he was the, like the like the first mutant. one of the first mutants. Yes. Yes. So they make him that in there. So boom, we're introduced to mutants in the MCU. Just saying. <laughs> and then Miss Marvel ends where um, she's like sitting in a room, chilling, looking around at all the Captain Black Marvel stuff. Cool. Shoots the people <laughs> she, outside of school. Well, she's laying in bed, but uh, she's yeah, looking at her. She's looking at her bangle, and it starts to like glow and emit energy. And she's like, "Whoa, what? What is this?" So she stands up, and then boom, this like flash of light type of deal happens, and a giant hole. She like gets knocked into her closet door, and it breaks. And uh, out comes boom, Carol Danvers, Carol Dan- Larson, Miss uh, Captain Marvel, and she looks she looks around like kind of horrified, like what the where the hell am I, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then runs out the room, and that's the end of Miss Marvel. That's the end of Miss Marvel. So now we are caught up. All right. So wait, is Secret Invasion or is that out? um, or does it even really? I mean, that tells us about Nick Fury, where he's at, kind of. But at the same time, I think we briefly talked about this, where the... I'm I led think it was supposed to it. come out before. So It was. I, 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 I we'll, we'll touch briefly on Secret Invasion yeah, after this, because... Okay. Because Secret Invasion really pisses me off, but I really like Marvel. <laughs> um, I think Secret Invasion pissed off a lot of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> did I get bit by a mosquito? I think I did. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> You know, white people problems. Um, <laughs> Everybody <laughs> problems, dude. I get bit by bugs all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks. You know, they're probably bigger bugs in California. But uh, um, okay, so the Marvels. Um, I went into this movie with like no expectation, zero. Like, um, I feel that Marvel needs. I feel that superheroes need female-led movies. Um, they need female superheroes. That's why I was really pissed that they like canceled Batgirl. Um, yeah, like we and need the that. last Wonder Woman movie wasn't great. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it wasn't. Black Widow wasn't great. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, a lot Black of these, Widow uh, was unnecessary. A lot of these, to begin with. yeah, that too. A lot of these uh, female-led superhero movies have not been great. The first Wonder Woman was awesome. First Wonder Woman. First Captain Captain Marvel was pretty cool too. So, yeah, you know, but but in that stretch since uh, the pandemic era, stuff hasn't been great. No women women get no respect. Um, that's no why respect. I was yeah, yeah. no respect at all. Um, that's why I was like I knew I knew Barbie was going to do great, but I didn't know Barbie was going to do so great. Oh, that um, was a banger, man! Like, like holy it, crap. <laughs> um, you're like, way to go, Greta. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, so I went with zero expectations movie. I expected it. I expected basically if I was gonna like any aspect of this movie, um, it was gonna be some scroll related thing. Um hopefully they were like bad guys, or it was gonna be Kamala Khan. Like it was gonna be Miss Marvel making like great jokes. Um but I really liked this movie. Um, I mean, the villain sucked. The villain was garbage because Marvel doesn't know how to do villains. But the chemistry between Carol and Kamala and Monica was so strong and so great. 
and like these three sisters working together and teaming together and like Monica's pain of seeing Carol after all these years and Carol's pain of like having to abandon her and Kamala's just like happy to be there. Um, like it was pretty good, man. Like, like I gotta say, um, like what are your like non-spoiler thoughts, I guess? Well, I mean, I'm with you, man. I actually really enjoyed this movie. Um, I like you, I didn't have super high hopes for it because <laughs> I mean, they just, yeah, I mean, they didn't, I mean, marketing wise, I don't think they marketed it greatly. Um, then they started like doing a heavy push. I mean, like I said, there's so many factors why the movie hasn't done great probably, but sure. people should actually go see it, man. It's actually really not should. a bad movie. Um, Tiana Paris, she, her and, uh, Iman Thelani are probably my favorite parts of the movie. Um, cause you know, Tiana is, or miss, you know, photon, uh, Monica Rambeau. She's, she's more like down to earth. You know, so it's like yeah. when stuff's happening, she's trying to be like, yo, we got to like do this, this. But then there's some scenes where she's just like getting into it, like when they're on that, um, well, non-spoiler. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't say a spoiler just yet. Yeah. Okay, well, they're on the, they're on that one planet and she's like dancing and stuff. <laughs> you know, she's, yeah, there she's you go. <laughs> um, um, I, you know, I like, I just like the chemistry between the three female leads. I think they did a great job. Absolutely. Um Best part of the movie. Probably one of my bigger complaints, obviously the villain for sure. Um, she, <laughs> have you heard what people are saying that this movie is a, they ripped off the plot of Spaceballs? Yes. Now I was going to mention that. that. Yeah. I was totally yeah. going to mention that. That was, that was, that was, that was Which is true. It is true. If you, if you actually like look at it, you're like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> they just it just Screen didn't press look mentioned it and like it i lost goofy. my i lost my stuff man i was laughing so hard because i was like yes yes it is <laughs> <laughs> from suck to blow, <laughs> um, suck to blow. <laughs> but um Scott no i mean twice last night. <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean one of my other complaints though is is kind of nick fury in this one uh I love Nick Fury. Samuel Jackson is the best, dude. Um, and in this one, I don't know if it's because dude's getting older, you know, and maybe he's got stuff in his contract like, hey, I'm going to walk around with no shoes on. I'm going to walk around, you know, <laughs> like in just like my regular clothes type of deal. You know what I mean? Like, because sure enough, like he's he's just like a, he's like an older dude in this movie, like where. You know, there's like some scenes where it looks like he's, you know, when he's on the the space elevator and he's got the eye patch on and he's sitting there, and then like when they're they're flipping back and forth, like interchanging, and they're fighting and stuff, um, and he's like talks, he's like, oh, a friend of yours, you know, like he looks like Nick Fury there. But then there's another scene where they they land in the park and he comes out of the ship and he's just wearing like. You know, he don't have his trench coat on. He don't have like. And it's like he, he freaking gave up on life, and he's just yeah. there to get his paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, but it, you know, other than that, like he had some one-liners where he's like, "It's like black girl magic." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> so I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I really enjoy this movie. The villain is a uh, negative factor. I think I mentioned it maybe in the Loki one that uh, that's actually Tom Hiddleston's wife. That's his wife. Um, and then I saw an article, I think, today that was like, 
oh, it's the first time ever that two uh, two married people, both working for Marvel properties, uh, released their projects on the same day. And then it goes to show how one is on the like great ass end of the spectrum and one's on the shitty end of the spectrum, you know? <laughs> uh, and we know which one's which, you know? So Yeah, yeah we do. But, uh, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. You know, maybe... Maybe uh maybe Tom was like, well, you know, I'm ending my 14 year journey here. Um, you know, give my wife a job, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ever something to do. I you know, though the thing is I didn't hate like I liked what I liked the idea of what they were going for for her. Sure. I think there is uh there was a big factor though. It's like they the the previews and things like leading up to it like made us think that like, oh, she was like Ronan's daughter, first of all, which I think people are like, oh, she's Ronan's daughter, but she's not. She's nope. just like no, somebody who, who does the same job as Ronan. Two, she's basically Ronan part two. Yeah. The, then there's the scenes like where in the previews you hear Thanos like, oh, somebody's going to continue my le- my legacy or you know what I planned. And then nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, other than a few references to Thanos and stuff, like there was nothing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just... Um, she could have been better for sure, but we all Marvel, know that Marvel does struggle with villains, so which baffles my freaking mind <laughs> because Marvel yeah, has they've got some awesome villains, yeah, so so many villains and so many good villains, you know. And well, they shot himself in the foot because, like, all the some really, really good villains are like you know, they're owned by Sony now. Um, <laughs> or X like or Fox. Well, it's under the well, Fox brand, but we, well, some of them are under the Fox brand that we haven't been introduced to. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. I mean, uh, you know, people like, and that's why, like, people saying that, like, the MCU's blue, blue wad. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I, I, well, right now it sucks, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. When X Men and Fantastic Four come, you're gonna come. <laughs> That's all I guess. That should be you're the slogan for Phase Six. <laughs> phase Six. <laughs> when they come, you'll come. <laughs> Avengers uh, King Dynasty, Avengers Secret War. When they come, you'll come. When they come, you'll come um, to the theaters. You'll come to the theaters. To That's the what theaters. we're talking about. <laughs> dot, um, dot, dot, to the theaters. Dot, dot, <laughs> to the theaters. Yeah. That's what we're, that's what we're being. I mean, come on, guys. Get your head up together. All right. This is a family show. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, nice save, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, let's go. Do you want to get into spoiler or you're going to go through the movie? That one, oh, okay. Spoilers to follow. A crap load of spoilers to follow. All right. All right. So let's get into this movie. Let's do it. Uh, I think you have some of the notes there, and I have some of the notes, so we should be able to follow pretty good. Sure. I did miss the beginning of the movie. Just remember that. So. All right. Well, basically, the beginning of the movie, um, you know, just sum up as best as possible. Um, so Carol, off story. Not in a movie, off story. Uh, the past 30 years since we've seen Carol, uh, Carol has decided to go back to the Cree world and she freaking destroys the supreme intelligence. Um, and basically says, you know, F you guys. 
and she destroys the Scream Intelligence. Well, that was kind of like their god and the thing that held everything together. Uh, you know, like how in the Spider-Man game, when uh, Spider-Man gets rid of Kingpin and everything goes to hell? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, so, because of that, I, wouldn't I don't know. know how it's directly related, but it, it kind of is. I don't know. She makes the planet barren. Uh, it loses air. It loses water. It loses sunlight. Uh, it loses everything it needs. And Hala, um, you know, is bad. So, so basically... Um, it's dying, and it lost Scott. So they now call Carol the Annihilator. That's her nickname now. And Carol leaves because she ain't no hollow back girl. And <laughs> and uh, Darben it becomes the new leader of the Kree. Uh, she retrieves one half of the quantum bands on some moonlike planet, and Kamala Khan has the other half of these bands now. Um, Darban will harnesses the power of the band. She pairs it with her cosmic rod and, uh, it's named the universal weapon in this movie, but in the comics, it really is called the cosmic rod. And Kamal points that out. She's like, that's a cosmic rod. And, uh, one thing that I forgot about this and is these bands. So in Captain Marvel comics, these bands are, are these quantum bands. They, they were responsible for kind of teleporting the consciousness of Marvell uh, with his human partner, human friend Rick Jones. So, anytime Marvell um, needed to be present and Rick Jones needed help, um, Marvell would kind of like knock these bands together, and they would they would switch places. So um, that makes sense that in this movie that they would basically be used to kind of switch places between uh, Kamala and Monica and um, uh, Carol. Yeah, so basically. Um, so when this happens and Darban finds this, uh, it causes an anomaly in space, and that's discovered by S.W.O.R.D. And we catch up with Nick Fury, who's now at the space station, and he's like doing peace talks between the Kree and the Skrull Empire. And that's what leads me to believe, Finch, that this movie, because it was meant to come out before Secret Invasion, that this movie is definitely before Secret Invasion. Yeah, because probably. We're talking about Kree and Skrull Empire and peace talks. And some scrolls are still living on that, like Tartos or Tar. Uh, tar the one tar under the, the one under the Emperor, right? Yeah, Tarnax. Yeah. Yeah, because if this takes place after Secret Invasion, like why aren't people? Why aren't the scrolls at that colony? Well, some of them, because remember Talos said, like he's like, you know, I mean, I put out a call, and all the ones who aren't um, under Emperor Droge's uh, authority responded, and now they're here on Earth. That's exactly how he sounds like. <laughs> I know. Um, so, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. forgot about that quote. Yeah. Okay. So this, yeah, Secret Invasion definitely happens after that, after this. Because also this movie, Nick Fury's not so defeated. Yeah, that's true. And like, yeah, and he comes down from space in Secret Plus, yeah. like, wouldn't have, we, wouldn't have we seen his wife at one point or something up there? 
Yes, why is a freaking scroll? Yeah, we would yeah. saw her. Where the hell Spoilers, she? yes. Remember for Secret Invasion. Spoilers, yeah, whatever. But Concerned. none of y'all watched it. It's okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, nobody, you, like you, don't, you don't have to watch Secret Invasion. Like it like we'll talk more about it in a second, but it's just oh so bad. All right. <laughs> so um yeah, so uh Fury calls in Carol Danvers and Monica Rambo. To investigate the jump point anomaly that's created by Darbin. Uh, so basically, there's these jump points through the galaxy, and these these were actually created by these quantum bands to make, map out space. Um, these are the jump points that we see in Guardians of the Galaxy when Rocket, you know, that hexagonal design where they jump through, and multiple in Guardians Two, I think they jump through like. 60 of them or something yeah right (laughs) like in like a second and they're yeah so so um so yeah so they basically switch places and and every time they use their powers they're switching places and it makes kamala's house get destroyed and like it's this fun it's it's this very funny moment because like carol's fighting (laughs) these people and then like she transports them to kamala's house and the whole family is like losing their crap and like uh it's it's pretty pretty damn funny so um, basically they become quantum entangled quantum right entangled. that's the yes or a quantum entanglement an entanglement an entanglement what's that <laughs> sorry that's a uh jada pickett smith <laughs> an entanglement with august she never sorry. had a relationship with Tupac. <laughs> Uh, anywho, anywho, back to Marvel. Um, so yes, quantum entanglement. They switch places anytime they use their powers. Um, so basically, uh, after the big fight scene that takes place in Kamala's family's living room, uh, we get the quote, the the funny joke that I thought was funny. Maybe some people might not, but it's where uh. Basically, Carol decides, "Oh, I'm gonna go out on my own." But first, she she finally in time in um, comes into face to face with Monica Rambo, who she hasn't seen in like 30 years. Uh, Monica's a grown up now, and they want to talk, but you know they they're like, "Oh, we got to do stuff." So they throw that off, and basically, Carol takes off in the sky, um, but using her powers to fly. Uh, switches her and Kamala. So Kamala starts falling from this guy. Um, and Nick Fury yells at Monica to tells her, Hey, you got to fly. And then she's like, he's like, dig deep. It's in your core. And she, he's like, use that black girl magic. And then she finally flies up. She goes to catch Kamala, but because of her powers, the way her powers work, she's like, she phases. So she can't grab onto Kamala. So basically they fall. And Kamala uses her powers to form like this ball around them. And as they're falling, when she uses her powers to make that ball, she switches again with uh, basically she switches with uh, Carol and <laughs> she Carol falls on the ground. Nick's like, oh, it's OK. It's just Carol. So Nick's Nick's dropping one liners left and right throughout this uh, movie. Some of them funny. Some of them like eh, whatever. Um, but basically because they were in a ball and they were together when they switched uh monica and kamala are on the kree ship that carol was on and basically they get taken prisoner carol shows up uh as they're about to get killed and basically 
then they call her the annihilator and she is she's like oh i don't like that name she and, called her the terminator <laughs> and basically they take all three of or basically um darben finally she has like one of the bangles right the bands and they're doing something to it to where they activate it she puts it on she starts fighting with carol carol blasts the the band and basically the band absorbs her powers and like powers up and then she jumps out the ship carol goes after her monica goes after her. kamala's or kamala's like on the ship and she's like um do any of you guys have a ship I could use? And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Captain, yeah. And then Captain Marvel calls back. She said, don't talk to them. And she takes her away. They go and they have to basically, they go down onto the planet. They're trying to, um, you know, talk and tell, um, basically they figure out she's trying to open, like create this rift. And basically she's trying to like pull the air out of this planet because the Kree can't breathe the, the air there or something. Um, so basically she opens this rift and Carol tells the emperor Droge to, uh, you know, evacuate the planet. He's like, why we can't, you know, like we, we can't, um, we have nowhere like to go. The planet was literally like a one city, <laughs> one city. Yeah. So, uh, he's like, we have nowhere to go. She's like, don't worry about it. And she like, basically they evacuate everybody that they can. Uh, Kamala, or why do I keep wanting to call her Kamala? That's the pre vice Kamala, president. Kamala, 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 uh, <laughs> Kamala, she uh, she tries to save people, you know, because she's she wants to be a hero, and basically, when she, she, oh, she using is her powers, hero, she's messing up, she's messing up Carol, who's trying to fight Darben, you know, and so then basically they save as many people as they can, but Carol tells her, like you got to save who you can and then they take off right and the planet you know gets destroyed or whatever um and then they're Not on the all ship. the scrolls make it yeah <laughs> yeah that's like, yeah so that's they save thing. who they can yeah and it it eats up at kamala or god dang it uh kamala kamala <laughs> it eats up at her you know and because you know captain marvel yelled at her too so mm -hmm. you know that's like never meet your heroes right uh <laughs> Uh, that's why so, I haven't seen you in 18 years, right? Well, that's not why, but um, so you're my hero, thanks, man. So, uh, Carol tells the emperor, like, Oh, I made a phone call, I got a friend, boom, Bryfoss, you know, shows up, and who do we got? Uh, Valkyrie, yep. See, see, okay, so that bothered me too because where the hell has Carol? really interact with Valkyrie other than that scene in Endgame. Hey, they got pagers. They got cell phones. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. But anyway, it was good to see Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you not get a little bit of a vibe right there, though? Do you think they're going to do a Carol and Valkyrie relationship? I don't think so. I'm just saying, they, you know, we know how Valkyrie rolls and... Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. We don't We don't know anything about Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel's thing, you know? Yes. Even though technically, even though technically, well, we're to, I was gonna say, it, it, technically we're about to go. Uh, we it gets revealed that uh, you know, so they basically are trying to figure out her plan, right? Yes. So Valkyrie takes away the scroll refugees. She's gonna take them to New Asgard, I guess. Um, find them a place to to po post up, you know. And uh, so she's got air. She needs 
Water. Earth, wind, fire, water. <laughs> Our powers combined. Well, I was going, I was going the Avatar route, but all right. Uh, uh, so no, they have to, they have all to, day, all day. Well, I was going Avatar last Airbender route. All right. Yeah, we're Captain Planet people here. Okay, because he's, he's so, our hero, and he's going to take he's the loot down to zero. That's a War Machine, bro. <laughs> You've seen those videos. Don Cheeto as Captain Planet. You're a tree. Yeah. You're a tree. You're a tree. <laughs> right. Um, so they figure out that she is stealing the resources from the planets that uh Carol calls home, like in the uh thing, or people that she cares about. And this is all we get revealed though that she, you know, let's talk about her backstory a little bit. That which because I know you say you hate when they there's stuff that happens off screen. I do. It would get a little bit really cool to have in this movie if they would have done that. Well, we get a little bit right in a flashback where yeah. she puts on the thing. It's not enough. And <laughs> what do you want to mention that or do you? Yeah, gloss go. Over it? Yeah, do okay. it. Uh, so basically, they're saying that like Kamala, uh, Kamala saw on some computer screens where her next target might be. So she's like, "Oh, well, I have these like scroll torture devices." <laughs> uh, or Cree is a Cree torture devices Basically. where they um or they can see your memories or something. The scrolls, so, the scrolls use it. Yeah, the scrolls use it. I thought it was the Cree. Remember? They use it was on it? her. Okay. Uh um, remember they hung her upside down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know if was it the Cree or the scrolls, because I mean she was being manipulated by the Cree also. It was uh, the scrolls so, use on her. Okay. So it's just um, an alien race. Uh, so she uses these things that can help uh, basically see your memories and pull up stuff that you don't um, you don't always naturally remember. So yeah, all three of them lay down and they're able to see her next target. But then Carol starts remembering her past and when she went back to Hala and basically destroyed um, when she destroyed the. Uh, supreme intelligence and basically caused Hala to become this like bleak, you know, planet and stuff like that. So um, then her memories start remembering Monica's mom, uh, Mar Maria. And, you know, Monica's like, I don't want to remember this. I don't remember this. And basically she tells her like, oh, I wish you would have got the powers and yada, yada. And um, this is all happening when she's, she came, it basically says she came back to earth during the blip and she met with Maria yeah. while Monica was blipped. And yeah, then she took off again. <laughs> so that's why, you know, Maria's she's or Debbie Monica's Gavin. still upset. Debbie dance. Debbie dance. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, they they kind of squash the beef that they got, and then we get a nice montage with the be the Beastie Boys uh, intergalactic. My uh, second favorite part in the whole movie. Yeah, I love that part, dude. They were doing like, double Dutch just, and like they're doing double like, Dutch, and uh, she's were, like, "Wait a minute, girls being girls, man!" And like, yeah, you know, yeah, it was it was a joy to see that part too. It was like. It, like the music, the sound, everything going on, like their chemistry together. It just worked out. I really like that part. Um, then finally they um, have to go to this planet because they figure out like where they're going. Right. So they go to this planet called. Yeah, you got to go to this water planet. 
Uh, What's called like Aladdin, basically, right? Yeah, we're just gonna call it play the Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin or I'll, something. I'll, uh, Aladdin. 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 That sounds about right. Yeah. Basically, Aladdin and Atlantis mixed together. Yeah. Aladdin. Yeah, and uh, she and Darben. Uh, yeah, Darben. Yeah, Uncle Ben. Uh, Tara's open a jump point to draw the ocean water uh, from uh, Planet Aladdin to Hala. And her final plan uh, after that. Oh, anyway, they get to this planet, and it's just it's it's a weird moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it's 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 kind of funny. So this planet, like they communicate by singing. So it's Their basically song. like a musical planet. <laughs> and, and they get to it, and the whole entire planet is just like singing the carol and and all that. Uh, she's a big deal there. Basically, she married their prince. Uh, I can't remember why for it's political not, reasons. Basically. Political reasons. It's not really important. But uh, <laughs> but basically, yeah. So, so they make her a dress uh, out of thin air. It like she sparkles, yeah. Princess, yeah. And sparkles. And the it looked cool. The, the dress looked nice because it's like her costume. Nice. It's like her costume, but it's like a dress, like a ball gown. But it's her costume, Cinderella, which was cool. It was cool. Yeah, um, but some people will hate it. Yes, uh, then, <laughs> so, you know. Then Jafar shows up and wants to see the water. <laughs> and, 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 uh, well, oh, and the prince is played by like uh, some famous dude, right? I don't uh, know. Park Park So Park So Jong. Park Sojun? No. Oh, Park yeah, Park Sojun. He's a South Korean actor. Yeah, he uh a, he was in He's like a pretty big name actor for um but yes, he is he is a South Korean actor. So, yay diversity. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, he's kicking he's kicking butt too. Like whenever whenever Darben shows up on the planet, you know, he's he's helping fight. Uh Monica's using like her well, she's just fighting cuz she's trained. Captain Marvel's fighting because she's trained and she's powerful, and Kamala's like standing around like oh, I can't use my powers because they're because then we'll switch. So he tells her, "Oh, use your scarf." And she's using her scarf, whipping around and you know kicking butt too. So, yeah. so kind of like having the scarf uh, have her stretchy powers a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so playing Aladdin, playing Aladdin is uh it's is Aladna. not necessarily safe for the, for the moment uh, from Jafar and or Jafar's daughter. Apologies, and uh, you know she has a staff. You know it's Jafar. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I can't even talk right now. And uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Um, my God, yeah, yeah. So she, <laughs> yeah. Um, her final plan though. Uh, after playing Aladdin, is to uh, to take Krypton's son and use it Krypton. to restore Hala. <laughs> so, uh, so they to go take to the, the planet Krypton. Yes. And, no, uh, this is our planet. Oh well, yeah. I was, sorry, it is Earth. It is Earth. It's not Krypton. Terra, Terra. Yeah, yeah. But but basically, um, they want to fix Krypton's son, and <laughs> so they want to steal Earth's son, and uh, and like the sun's all red, you know, because Krypton. And uh, and they uh, it knocks out the power in the saber station. Yeah, yeah, the saber station. Yeah, big trouble. 
that's uh, that's a part I wasn't a fan of, kind of. Like it was funny how it was happening, like this scene in the movie, but I thought it was just uh whatever. You thought the- I mean, but it goes into what you're it goes into what you were talking about in about part one. So go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. So yeah, the power's going out of the station and they have all this staff and they don't know what to do. So they basically uh, a little bit during the movie, uh, they start finding these purple rocks and, and I'm like, I know exactly what they are. So go over to Brandon and I'm like, I'm like, Brandon, I'm telling you, bro, those are goose eggs. And he's like, (laughs) goose eggs. He's like, what the heck you mean? Goose eggs. You watch, you watch, man. They're goose eggs. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And we find out that goose had babies and I don't know who knocked up goose. But whatever. <laughs> and well, it's an alien, so it produces some weird way. Yeah, whatever, you know. Um, so the cat, she starts giving birth to all these kittens, and they start hatching all these flurkins, and they swallow up the whole entire staff. And in my opinion, that was the best part of the movie. It was so freaking hilarious to me. Like I said, it was funny. Some parts of it was funny, but I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not a cat person, so maybe that's why. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. But I, uh, because I have three cats, um, yeah, uh, only one of them by choice, um, my choice, uh, <laughs> but, choice. but uh, you know, I love them. Um, but one of my cats is always like, <coughs> uh, I'm just <laughs> cat, like always, so it was, it was funny to me. Um, and they, they just start swallowing all the staff. Um, uh, I thought that was pretty dang funny. And it was it, funny because like Kamala or Kamala, she's using it like just to suck up people. Like she's like, I'm sorry. And then I did like I did like the announcement over the intercom. It was like, uh staff staff members of server, stop running, let the cats eat you. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be harmed. <laughs> so it was something like that. It was funny. It, it that was, part, okay, it, maybe. Maybe that part was. Dude, funny. it was pretty funny. Come <laughs> like, yeah, come on. It was funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, where the hell? Where the hell were we? I'm so sorry. Um, so she's trying to take over the so, sun. Yeah. So she. So. Uh, so Jafar gets uh, Kamala's band <laughs> and uses both bagels or the quantum bands in conjunction uh, to tear open another hole in space to fix the sun. Uh, the effort in doing that destroys Darben, kills her, and leaves well, behind. Carol, yeah, opening. Carol tells her, you're not going to be able to survive it. And she's like, I don't care. And, you know, does the Wonder Woman pose? She totally does the Wonder Woman pose. Um, but she but dies. she fries up. She fries up. She fries up. Um, and there's a hole in, yeah, there, and there's a hole in the, in space time. And, uh, and then uh, I think it's Monica. Like Monica tells her, like you can write these wrongs and you can restart that sun. Mm-hmm. And so Carol goes and restarts the sun and uses. Hold on, hold on. No, Monica. Monica tells Carol that she's going to basically shoot her power through um, Kamala, and Kamala's going to use advance <laughs> and basically shoot her power to. Like this is like quantum energy or whatever. She's shooting it through to uh, Monica, who will be on the other side of the rift to like seal it back up. My apologies. 
Yes. Yes. So they do this, boom, 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 boom. And as they're doing this, she's like, it's going to close. You got to, you got to get out of there. She's like, I always knew I was going to have to stay. Boom. Carol. The scene doesn't make any sense because why was she closing it from the inside? Why was she closing it from the outside? I don't mean, I feel like she could have closed it primarily from the inside and then like flew out and like pulled them back out. You know what I mean? To like, like you're like you're like sealing something from one side, and then you're like, all right, let me like come out on this side and finish finish it. You know, that's what makes sense. But it's a movie, you know, it's got to work so the, out this way. It's so <laughs> the future movies can happen. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, Which is what you're about to talk about, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so try to make sure we didn't miss anything. Well, um, she she goes. Yeah, she to, really likes that son, though. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Monica gets trapped in this universal rift and into a multiverse or another dimension or another world or a whole new world. <laughs> and and uh, uh, a whole exciting place. To, oh, okay. I'm sorry. No one will tell us no where to go. Um, <laughs> I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> but I know you're trying to say something to me. But, but I, I said, or you. say we're only in the 616. Six. <laughs> Sorry. Don't you dare close your eyes. All right. <laughs> so, I can't even think right now. Um, so, yeah, she reunites that song. She moves to Louisiana, uh, moves into uh, Monica's house because Monica's gone. And. Um, She's, you know, having this bit of a relationship now that she should have with Monica when she was a kid. She's kind of having it with Kamala now and and kind of using it as a base operations. And, uh, yeah, so they're going to seek out uh, Danvers and Rambo, inspire Kamala to seek out other heroes and form a new group. So... Uh, so this is how the movie ends with this scene right here, bro. So why don't you do it? You, you, you say about it. Go ahead. All right. So it's basically, we get a little bit of a play from the very first MCU film where Samuel Jackson is sitting in the dark uh, at Iron Man's home. And he says, you know, so it's a, it's a rip. It's a parody or riff on that. And it turns out, you know, we see a door opening. You can see a silhouette of a bow and bow and arrow. Then we see Lucky the pizza dog. The door opens up. Turns out it's my girl, Haley Steinfeld. Woo-wee. <laughs> um, you know, Kate Bishop from the Hawkeye series. Um, she's like, uh, can I help you? And we see Ka- Kamala sitting there. <laughs> she's, she goes, you think you're the only young superhero? Uh, and she's like, well, I'm 23. So she's like, I'm 23. Right. So not that young. Um, and she goes, uh, so Kamala, <laughs> she has her, the tablet and she goes, where'd you get that? She's like, oh, I found it on my couch. <laughs> so that's what I say. Like, I love Kamala in this movie, bro. Um, so she's like, uh, oh, did you know Iron Man ha- or not Iron Man? Ant-Man has a daughter. And then basically that's the gist of it. But basically it's, we're about to get the Young Avengers, bro. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, we are. All right. So, uh, okay. So, uh, 
so talked to Tyler about a little bit about this, and he made me realize that there was a young Avenger we didn't think about, possibly two. So so so, who who do we have so far in the MCU to be young Avenger? All right, well we got uh someone we forgot about. We got of course Kamala. We got uh, Lady Hawkeye. <laughs> you know Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, we got America Chavez. Yeah, from Doctor Strange. Uh, we got Scar. We got Isaiah Hulk Bradley. Uh, Isaiah Bradley from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, the kid. Yeah. What's his ability? What can he do? He he's basically a uh, like a fake Captain America. He I don't know if he has powers because his grandfather has a super soldier serum in him. Oh, I forgot all about that kid. My apologies. But yes, Isaiah Bradley is part of that team, though. Yes, sir. And then we were discussing something on a previous podcast that you're talking about maybe a kid Loki. Yes, kid Loki. You very much. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And very then much. Ant Man's Ant Man's daughter, Stature. Stature. I couldn't remember what her name was. Um Cassie Lang. Yeah. We we could get Wicked in Speed. We could get Wicked in Speed. Because they, speed, uh, they are in the MCU. Because even though they're in a different dimension, yes, you know, she walked in eight one eight. I believe she walked through. Uh so we could get Morgan. So we probably will get Ironheart, but you know, I, I don't yeah. care for Ironheart. Riri Williams, yeah. Um, but I hope that we get like Morgan Stark. She's 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 more interesting than uh, I don't know Ironheart. I didn't really like Ironheart. Um, but Tyler brought this up and I, I know, where, I know where you're going, but go ahead. You know where I'm going? Or at least, I, at least I think you, I know. Okay. Tell me, tell me what you think. No, I want to hear what you're saying. I'll, and I'll tell you if that's what I think. To child junior. Oh, that's not what I was thinking, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so to to age junior, like he was revealed at the end of, uh, what kind of forever kind of forever. And also, like, uh, so thinking about Chadwick, another thing I was so sad about with Chadwick passing away is I wanted to see that relationship with him and Storm and freaking mm-hmm. X-Men. I think, so talking with Tyler, I think, like, Tyler's like, they can give that Storm relationship to T'Challa Jr., dude. And yeah, have- but we'd have to have, like, a one, he has to get aged up. And two, yeah. we have to get like a young storm, which um, we'll probably will anyway. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought you were leaning the route of uh, Kang's future descendant who becomes Iron Lad. What's his uh, real name? Nath- Nathaniel Richards. Nathaniel. Well, we could get Franklin Richards in this, but yes, an adolescent version of Kang the Conqueror as Iron Lad. Uh, Iron Lad way better than Ironheart. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, way more interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, no offense, but young offense, young Avengers are definitely freaking coming, and I'm They're pretty damn excited. Yeah. Um, Do you think She Hulk would be in there though? She's not young. No, She Hulk but... won't be in it because you have Scar, you have Hulk son. Okay, yeah. Because he was introduced, like that. Definitely, uh, they're not going to do was Hulk horrible. Like, that was horrible. How they when they got Scar. Like Hulk Hogan is a weird character, but hopefully they let his hair grow because that was the ugliest haircut ever. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, he grew up he grew up on you know Sakar, whatever. 
Um, <clears throat> so, like, that's yeah. So that's, the young uh, Avengers are coming. Um, so that's the that's the end of the movie. Like that's the, the, mid, end of the That's the that's the end, and then there's a post or a mid credit scene, right? Yes. So, uh, Secret Evasion is trash, but <laughs> two things that Secret Evasion do is they create the most OP character there is uh, with uh, Shia, with Khaleesi, uh, Khaleesi, or whatever, you know. Amelia uh, Clark, a.k.a. Gia, I think her name is in the movie. Gaia? Gaia? Gaia, that's... Yeah, Gaia, yeah. So Gaia has uh, the DNA... All of, the Avengers. <laughs> of all the Avengers, Captain Marvel, yeah. all the Guardians of the Galaxy, freaking Drax's arm. Um, it's really weird. She is basically super, super scroll. Super scroll. Um, will she come back? Uh, who knows? I sure hope not because like, you don't need anybody else when you have her. Um, like it's stupid. Um, oh, it's trash. And like, I do think they need to bring her back though, because they need, we need to see super scrolls in the MCU. Yeah, but it should be a freaking, I mean, but that's the, that's the version we got though. So, but you know, we'll see. It's, it's trash. Um, but in that show, it's revealed that Nick Fury was married to a scroll all along. Um, Rhodey was a scroll. Like there needed to be more reveals in this show. There needed to be more like holy crap moments. There was no answers of how long some people were scrolls. Like that Everett guy for Black Panther um Everett Ross, was, yeah. he was a scroll, as I predicted he would be, Everett Ross. But we get no answer of how long he was a scroll, if he was a scroll all along, like or just that moment. We get no answers. Um, the show's trash. But the show does end where the non-scroll versions return. Yes. So that's true. Um, but the way the show ends was something very interesting because um now that all these leaders of the world were were revealed as scrolls. The president of the United States goes crazy and like people are killing people they think are scrolls or have these abilities. So when I saw that, I was I was really interested. Like that is how you can start the the, the X-Men and like all this paranoia of who's a mutant, who's a scroll. You can start that. Mm-hmm. And speaking of X-Men. The mid-credit scene of the Marvels shows what Finch. Well, uh, Monica wakes up in a hospital, all white around her. Uh, she looks over and she sees her mother, Maria Rambo. What? She goes, Mom. She goes, Mom. She died, Mom. <laughs> well, you know she is in an alternate reality here, uh, or another dimension. So she's like, Mom, I'm so sorry, Mom, Mom, and then. Uh, Maria Rambo's like, what? Mom, I don't know who you is, girl. <laughs> Basically. And then in walks Beast. Kelsey Grammar Beast. Kelsey Grammar Beast. And he goes, oh, uh, you're looks like you came in from another reality. I know, impossible, right? <laughs> and <laughs> so he, he says something about Charles. Like, Charles yeah. told me to monitor your activity. Um, and you know he's like, oh, but just sit tight. We're gonna run some tests and stuff like that. And then basically he says something to Maria Rambo, and I believe he calls her a name, binary. 
binary. That that part zipped past me like when he was talking because I was just so excited. Like I wasn't like focusing, right? Okay. And okay. then so another thing, another thing. It so it wasn't Kelsey Grammer like he looked in X-Men 3. It was Kelsey Grammer doing the voice of CGI a CGI beast. Uh, but okay. that's CGI beast. It looks pretty good. He had looks, the, looks he had straight the out of the 1990s cartoon. Yeah, he had like, the teeth. He had the teeth. part in the hair, and like he didn't have all the all this. Yeah, he looked clean. He, looks, he looked good. He looked. And he had the good. white lab coat. The white lab coat. Yeah, with so the glasses. All that CGI the money glasses? that they didn't really put into She Hulk, and like <laughs> right. whatever they put into Beast. Like they may have looked yes. good. <laughs> so then uh, uh, he's like telling her. He's like telling her, like, okay, calm down, or whatever. And he gets ready to like walk out of the room. And then we look over and we see Maria Rambeau standing up. She takes she has like a house robe on or something, right? Like a bathrobe. I think so. so she she like sheds the bathrobe. She's standing there and she's in this suit that's white with two like cosmic looking stars. She's got the two quantum bands on her arms yes, and sir. she's in this like white and red like red or maroon like spandex and she's standing and right behind her is the x door and, <laughs> and that's where we end so basically the future of the mcu x go give it to you go give it, to, give you. it to you um we got x-men coming brother Seeing Beast, man, I lost my crap. Like I was, I was really excited. Um, so, what this means for the future of the MCU? Um, so, if this movie gives you anything, it's stuff to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. For the MCU, man. Like, yeah. So we got young Avengers coming. Like, we definitely need that. We need, we need young. We need something that the kids can get excited about, like the younger generation. You know, um, I know as a kid, like, I couldn't really relate to, you know, older <laughs> superheroes and stuff. Like, you know, growing up, like, you know, I liked Teen Titans and I liked I liked X-Men, you know, growing up because, you know, um, you know, some of them were, you know, mostly kids. And like, you know, when we were young, like we were reading Ultimate Spider-Man because and like Ultimate X-Men because. Like Ultimate Spider-Man, they like Bendis wrote him like our age, so so mm. like that's why Ultimate Spider-Man holds a very special um, place in my heart. <laughs> you know, um, this. I mean, but I think I'm... we're I think we're also at the point where we were reading comics from a young age too. This, so, yeah. you know, like so we we still grew up with the other ones. I think, and that's why you know, as much as I love Batman, Spider-Man is one of those ones that you know. I really like because he was written as a kid that yeah. he's an outsider, all this stuff, you know, but that's why I loved X-Men. And then we grew up with the cartoons and, you know, so we had, yeah, man. So, but we need these young kids to step up and, uh, you know, show us what the MCU can do. Yeah. Because, because like, that's how you build the future. Like you've got to have, like, you got to have that passing the torch thing. And like the MCU is not dead. It's just like, do they know what the heck they're doing? I think they do now. They have <laughs> like, an idea, definitely. Yeah. Like they had even with all the previous management and stuff, they had 
a roadmap. Like Kevin Feige, this guy knows his stuff. He's got it. He's got it laid out. The problem yeah. is though, when you have you know CEOs and stuff telling you like, um, like oh this thing made money, so let's just like take every character from that, the side characters, and give them their own shows, you know, yeah. or you know this character is so popular, why don't we just make a whole thing about them? And it's like. No, not everybody needs their own show. Right. You know, I, I mean, I would love to see a, um, like a little, uh, you know, like if they did like, they go back to the Marvel one shots, you know, or like the little Marvel shorts, you know, yeah. give us, give us like a 15 minute thing on Disney plus. Like you could do that, you know, like, you know, shoot it, like make a lot of it be like kind of small stuff, like those little Groot shorts. I don't know if you've watched those or not. Yeah, they're you know, but it's like they're spending money on those because that's CGI and all that stuff, but yeah, or you know, animated and stuff. But give us a give us some give us some Madison from uh, from She Hulk. I don't know if you watch She Hulk, but Madison and Wong together, bro. Give us oh, one. Dude, of that. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> give like, us what, one. Of what that. show were they watching? Uh, like, Sopranos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah like so they were kids us, all these shows together. <laughs> Give, yeah. us, give us some of that, you know, as like a little little side funny stuff because Marvel is known for the funny, you know, but like make your movies the right way. Keep them plot driven and things like that. You know, you want to introduce new characters, introduce new characters, but make sure you're giving us enough time. These six episode arcs of stuff is not the way to do it, because the other thing is like you're giving us six episodes, but one episode will be 54 minutes. One episode will be 32 minutes. One episode will be 26 minutes. Another episode will be 48 minutes. Like, where's the consistency? You know what I mean? Dude, Secret Invasion should have been a whole Marvel phase in itself. That's true. Yes, very true. Um, because, oh, yeah, because, like, in the comics and stuff, like, where so many people are scrolls and things. Oh, my gosh. Like, you like, find <laughs> out Captain Marvel was a sleeper agent the whole time. You find out that Hawkeye's wife was a scroll the whole time, um, like Mockingbird. Um, yeah. I mean, and Norman Osborn is the one that kills the queen. And then yeah. you see the rise of the villains because and people lose faith in heroes because yeah. it's, the, it's the freaking villain that gets the job done. Um <laughs> Which what doesn't that eventually lead to civil war? No, civil war already happened. Ah, oh. so that it leads to um, it leads to uh, I can't talk. Uh, it leads to the Dark Avengers. Yes, yes, yes. Where uh, Norman is Iron Patriot, Bullseye is Hawkeye, Dakin is Wolverine, and Venom is Spider Man. Well, Matt Gargan, Venom is Spider Man. Like, and aren't those like the Thunderbolts? Don't they become like the Thunderbolts and stuff? Yeah, the Thunderbolts basically become the Avengers. Like, yeah. yeah which we got a Thunderbolts movie coming. Come on. Yeah, but like the the lineup. <laughs> I know. Is, I know. It's it's horrible. Um, like non non powered people basically. Like who cares? Um, <laughs> like <laughs> they they, they, no, they it needs to be better. Um, yeah. but the, the MCU with with the X Men. Um, it's something to, very, to be very excited about. So I think one of our next episodes, and it's it's an, it's something I've definitely wanted to do for a long time. Um, I want to do I want to do an episode where I want so I want to do two separate episodes. I want to do one where and I want to do one where 
I want you to tell me what you think the MCU's X-Men team will be. What you think like they the main will up. Yes. What they will choose as the X-Men team. Uh, and we'll talk about that. And then I wanted to know, and the listeners want to know, because we know they do. Um, who would, if you were in charge of the MCU right now, who would be your first X-Men team? Oh, you're asking me right now? Or is this no. another episode? No, that's going to be a podcast. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. We don't want to. We only give them egg game. Like we're we're just you know this is this is crumbs. Age of Ultron time right crumbs. now. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just give just give yeah. a little give a little like salt bay. You know, a little. <laughs> so that is the marbles. That is what happened. That's the crazy stuff that's coming in the future. Thanks to the marbles. Um, uh, I think our next next episode will probably focus on Aquaman or maybe. Uh, Invincible? Uh, maybe, because, I mean, Invincible. We'll definitely uh, talk about Aquaman, for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Invincible, absolutely. I hate that they're splitting it in half, so, you know. but So we'll talk about Invincible Part 1. We'll get there. Okay. Um, and, um, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll probably talk Invincible and stuff, so. I'm looking forward um, to playing as Omni-Man on Mortal Kombat, too. So. Oh, heck yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to explode people's heads. Um, <laughs> Hold them up to a train. I can't. <laughs> um, but this has been BP and the Finch uh, on the Marvel. BP and the Finch. Um, so much, so much good stuff coming in MCU. Uh, stay tuned, guys. The good things are coming. It, it, you know, they're getting back on track. Um, so thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, just chill. To the next episode. Good night.